Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Summer of Peace, a free global online summit designed to help you transform conflict in your heart, your relationships, and the world. The Summer of Peace is, is a production of the Shift Network. I'm Philip Helmick, the Director of Peace at the Shift Network, and we are so glad that you're joining us this morning or afternoon, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world, and invite you to engage us online at facebook.com forward slash shift network, facebook.com forward slash shift network. And this, today, we're part of the Spirituality and Peace series. This is a very, very special series. It's co-produced with the Gaia Field Project in collaboration with the Global Coherence Initiative and many other groups. And this series has been designed to uh, allow people to experience the peace and wisdom of different spiritual traditions and to, and to learn from these traditions and then to go together into it meditation, guided, going into this lineage. And this series, you know, just speaking a little bit from my heart, um, with the Gaia field, David Nichol and Myra Jackson and many others have really designed this so that it weaves together the spiritual energies of the different traditions and then culminates on the International Day of Peace with Be the Peace, a, a, a very large, global, synchronized meditation. And we invite all of you, you know, to really drop in in this call and then also, you know, set the intention of being part of this wave of peace celebration on International Day of Peace. And today, I am, I am really touched today that we have Sister Jenna. Let me say a little bit about Sister Jenna. She'll be speaking about spiritual and peace, connecting with the divine. I, I've known Sister Jenna for, for several years. We knew each other in Washington, D.C., in Virginia, and she is someone who is very dear to my heart. There is a, such a depth of wisdom and authenticity with Sister Jenna where, you know, she's really been doing the work and is continuing to do the work to really allow her soul essence to come forth and to create the conditions for all of us. And there's so much love and generosity and also the, the, the willingness to really look inside and to do the work. And so it's a little bit more about Sister Jenna. Um, she, um, she has moved and shaped the consciousness of lives around the world. She has traveled to over 80 countries to raise awareness of the self and the divine. As director of the Meditation Museum in the Washington, D.C. area, she has created a space for the public that is a safe haven for personal reflection and growth. The museum offers weekly and monthly programs in various areas of spirituality and personal improvement. Sister Jenna also serves as director of the Washington, D.C. branch of the Brahma Kumaris, a worldwide spiritual organization with over 8,000 branches in 120 countries. And Sister Jenna also is a member of the Wisdom Council for the Summer of Peace and has been a really a, a key guiding presence with the Summer of Peace. And so my beloved sister, friend, <laughs> welcome to the Summer of Peace. Thank you, Philip. It's always nice to be involved with the Summer of Peace year after year because it's important. And the ripple effect that I know it's creating in our world is making a shift. So happy to be with you, happy to be with everyone that's taken the time to call in and contribute this moment to not only the self, 
but to perhaps the upliftment of our humanity. So I'm very happy to be with everyone. Mm, wonderful. Well, Sister, you know, you have the title here, Connecting with the Divine. At the same mm-hmm. time, you you are in the Washington, D.C. area where the the speed of change and, and you're exposed to so much there. Can you tell us a little bit about why this title and, and how it's relevant today? Um, it is definitely time for us to channel our energies to a source that is enough for us. Does that make sense? Um, connecting with the energy of light or the energy of purity or the energy of peace um, is essential because we're so distracted and the acceleration of technology without us actually being able to have prepared for what it was going to do for our lives or do to our lives. We now need to turn to a source in which we can plug in, plug in and regain some sense of sanity of our energy as souls and how we're supposed to be as normal people. I was having a conversation this morning, extremely riveting, and it was focused on how um, the, the complications and the confusions of not being able to turn to an energy that's more evolved than we are keeps us exactly where we are or worse. And the fact that energy is constantly changing And if we're in the cycle of the change of energy where entropy has happened and I'm mixed with my angelic side and my non-angelic side (laughs) or, you know, my light is mixed with, you know, the extinct of my light, like I'm no longer lit. Or if my love is mixed with attachment, it's a really rough time for me. And so when I'm connected to the divine, when I'm connected to the source, it starts to give me some sense of clarity and perhaps it triggers Philip and everyone uh, a clearer understanding of our purpose. Like I show up to myself and I show up to a relationship with the best of intentions and really a sense that something has to give in me anyway. That's why I show up to these things. So I'm learning something and I'm having to let go of something and I have to hold on to things but the connection to the divine or the connection to one I feel is absolutely essential because we don't have one anymore we have many Mm, say more on that we don't have one anymore we have many Mm, we have many options and many of these options can sometimes complicate our story and our understandings of our stories so if we're not connected to Baba or who we call God in the Brahma Kumaris, if we're not connected to this energy of light, how do I get my energies and my focus back? Mm. And so this is where I feel, especially in a town like Washington, where policies and, and laws and rules and guidelines that are shaping the world are so essential, I believe mm. that it's really important for our leaders to have a connection to not a source, to the source. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and tell us how the Brahma Kumaris and, and the I believe it's Kriya Yoga that you practice. Is that right, or that you no, teach? No, actually, we practice um, um, a practice called Raj Yoga. And Raj Yoga. Raj Yoga. Yeah, Raja is basically the King Yoga or the yoga that is really about the transforming the patterns of thought in the mind. 
And so by the soul having union with one supreme being, the one that belongs to all souls on the planet, then Mm -hmm. the soul starts to regain its inner abilities, its inner strength, its inner leadership, its inner divinity. And Mm. so our practice in the Brahma Kumaris is Raj Yoga. You know, Philip, I have to say, in our world and in our government, in our current setting of the world, we need an organization with a title. We need to follow the rules of a country. And so we have this setting and this name. But the container of the Brahma Kumaris is a space where people have the free will to keep practicing how to be as elevated in their thinking and way of being as possible while at the same time make a lot of mistakes along the way to get there. Mm. But because they are rooted in their connection to the divine, their relationship to God, there's constantly a reference that they go back to which they can't deceive themselves. Mm. So they're constantly on this, you know, treadmill of just constantly reinventing or enhancing their level of consciousness as a people. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, mm, go ahead. Well, I tell me, what, what's the effect of tapping into that source on a regular basis? You say that that you know we we keep learning, we keep make mistakes and whatever, but we keep mm-hmm. coming back to it. But what's what happens over time? Well, definitely, what happens is that we have conversations like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, A lot happens when you um, turn inwards and listen to your divinity and your truth. A lot of things get turned upside down for you when you tap into an energy that is constant and stable. And perhaps I can give a slight um, example. Um, There's milk or cream. Let's call that the virtues or the original nature of the soul. And then there's coffee. Let's call that algae. Anger lust, greed, attachment, and ego. Both are now mixed, and we've gotten accustomed to the flavor of coffee and cream because entropy has happened. And if you were to try to, tr- to separate the cream from the coffee, it could take you many lifetimes to try to do that. You'll need actually some sort of a perennial source to, to come in the way and really create the right kind of a ingredients that would separate the cream from the coffee again. So the fundamental benefit of not only practicing Raj Yoga, not only becoming awakened, and not only finding the courage to stay awake, is the fact that your coffee, which is your algae, is reducing, and your cream is getting stronger. Mm. That's huge. Mm. Yeah, um, we we need a society of folks who... Um, as much as meditation and spirituality is all about you, you disconnect from the world in its negative energy and negative atmosphere and vibrations to reconnect to your truth within you so when you come back into the world, you're contributing to the world that we all talk about, that shift, that peace, mm-hmm. that happiness, that world of power. Mm-hmm. Beautiful sister. Well, we would love to experience um, this with you. <laughs> You're not going to ask me to do a meditation, are you? Oh, 
dear sister, yes. Because I was just getting going. (laughs) I know. And, and, And no, you know, it's so powerful, Philip and everyone, because think about this. You're in a world and you're disconnecting from that same world which you can't get out of. And you're trying to reconnect within yourself to that world within you that is truthful, but has become so influenced by the world. And then you connect to God and you connect to silence, you connect to purity, you connect to the Mm -hmm. divine, the supreme Mm -hmm. energy. And Mm -hmm. that starts to restore you, that you start to find the courage to come into the world with that conviction of what Mm. you have gained from your relationship or connection to the one. The Brahma Kumaris has this international global initiative right now where we're actually inviting individuals to take time to personally connect to the one, not a religious one, the one, until September 21st for International Day for Peace. Mm and see how that actually feels for you as a consistent practice. And I think with me leaving you know, us on that note before we go into a meditation, I would love to invite all of our friends on the air to really sort of just let go of some of these limitations or titles that we have conditioned ourselves to identify with or even to believe in. And so with that said, uh, Philip, I'll be happy to take us into a meditation if you'd like. Please. Mm. Okay. There comes a point in time that, yes, we have to disconnect to reconnect. So I invite everyone to breathe in deeply, inhale and exhale, breathe in and out. Allow your mind with feelings to be very present with where you are, wherever you might be, just just be present. Bring your whole heart and soul into the moment. For a little while, like you to let go of the awareness of your name just let it fall from your consciousness just for a little let go of the attachment to your gender not to consider yourself a man or a woman it's not important right now Let go of the role that you play. Let go of the titles that you have owned. Imagine you have no name, no gender, no role, and no titles. Observe what's happening inside of you. Let go of the religion you call your own. 
let go of your nationality. Let go of your language. You have no name, no gender, no role, no title. Nationality, religion, or even language. Imagine letting go of the attachment to your body. Ask yourself, how would you feel if you were no longer attached to those ideas? And in this state of awareness, in this feeling, who would you think of And who would think of you if you have no attachments to the world of limits or identities? Would be the one, the supreme, the source, Allah. Buddha, Krishna, God. It would be the source of light. So in this moment in time, we as a community collectively feeling the connection of the one supreme energy of light. We allow ourselves to just stay in this space of silence. God, right now, gently and slowly with your awareness and with your consciousness observe yourself bringing back the consciousness of the body language religion title role, gender, and 
even your name. And see as you're reconnecting if you can bring with you in this role and parts that you're playing that divinity and the silence and the love and the joy that you might have felt by disconnecting to reconnect to your truth so we can bring that into our humanity and contribute to the natural laws of change. Om Shanti. Om Shanti. Om Shanti. Thank you. Sister, thank you. I must admit, I just want to stay in that <laughs> that space. I can, I get that, and I understand that. And um, please do if you need to. <laughs> I think one of the things that are so vital on our spiritual journey towards a pathway to peace is to be able to bring that peace into our actions. Mm. To be able to, yeah, because if we all stop existing, then it, it's like nature even looks at us and say, what's up, guys? I need you to keep coexisting, right? <laughs> so it's like bringing in that feeling, that energy that you restored in yoga with the supreme energy you come into the world with that light and you start to help Mother Nature to restore herself because the more algae as a vibration is getting reduced from within your being, then algae is also being reduced within the nature, the five elements. Mm. Mm. And that's the way we show up now. This is what the call of this time is about. Who is ready to take on board this new job assignment or this maybe old job assignment, can you come on board? Applications are being sought out for folks who are willing to reduce their algae and come mm. back to their divinity. Mm. And they're doing it by their connection to the one. Mm. 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 Beautiful. Mm. And there's something that you've said to me in the past that been really helpful, sister, is be really gentle with oneself <laughs> when experiencing things that are less pleasant and then just gently coming back, coming back. And it's almost like 
by being gentle with oneself and coming back into union with the light. Somehow it, it, it reduces the time of things out of alignment. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I mean, haven't we all been there where we have really lost ourselves in absolute attachments to unfulfilled expectations? And mm. as a result of that, we become the people that we are moving away from, that we are telling the world, don't be like that. <laughs> or, <laughs> you know, we're like, going, that's not what it's about. And mm. to be um, sensitive to the fact that as powerful as the soul is in each of us, where it can endure as much suffering as you want to put your own soul through, it is equally as powerful that when you actually are gentle with the self and you're Mm. able to bring your divinity through all of that with your gentility, that the soul reveals magic. It reveals Mm. the wonders of the human spirit. And many of us get scared, um, Philip, when we feel like we're losing that which is good within ourselves and in others. We go the complete opposite. We go exactly where we are not really wanting to be anymore. We begin to do things we used to do. We begin to say things. We speak in the particular languages. We don't even know where it's coming from. And when it's done and you sit with yourself quietly, the vibration in your system is so absurd. You're like, I don't feel good inside. I can't feel myself because you've just violated your beauty and your power. Now, to get back to that beauty and power that you know you are will need a lot of love and care from divinity and from folks that are in divinity. Because Mm -hmm. I've seen this even within myself. I know a lot of nice people, but there's a difference between really nice people and people who are divine. Mm. It's like I can go to a shop that sells things for a dollar. I can go to Tiffany's that sells things for a million. The quality is different, so it, it feeds me back something differently. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it. It's just that we or you or I or everyone else on the call, we've got to know, we've got to decide for ourselves what's at the core here of why I breathe. Is it really love and beautiful things, or is it something else? You see, that decision is really important to make within the self. Mm. Like, what's really valuable to me? And, uh, I mean, I think we need, we have what it takes to turn this world around, and if we can do more good than um, negative to our own lives and to the lives of those that we care for, then we're contributing to the world. Mm -hmm. It's just that Mm -hmm. that algae is so forceful, it doesn't permit Mm -hmm. us, but we have to keep trying and believe that the love is more powerful than the algae. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And so the environment of the company we keep and also the environment, I know you talked about what we allow into our consciousness throughout the day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I was telling everyone, the soul is so gentle, and I was sharing it in this morning's class. It is so gentle that anything your soul feels, you've just taken that in you. Anything mm. you're feeling, and with, 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 with whatever intention is behind your need to feel that way. Let's say, I feel better when I hit you versus I feel, you know, 
versus I don't feel so good when I hug you. There's something there that's feeding your soul, and so the anger is what's feeding you more than the peace. Now, when you come into the face of somebody who's very peaceful, that's when you start to see how much anger you've got. Mm-hmm. And it gets very amplified in you, like, what's wrong with me? I'm not an angry person. It's just that my husband is a pain, you know, or something, right? <laughs> so when it's just between you and your husband, the, the, the translation is different. But when you turn to an energy that is amplified, it's then that you can see yourself clearer. And that's why in meditation and in spirituality, whatever your choice might be, to have a connection to the supreme energy, to God, to this beautiful being of light, neutralizes all the issues that are going on because we tend to blame people a lot when in reality we're supposed to turn to the source to see what I need to fix within myself. Mm, Beautiful. Oh, my friend. Um, You know, half hour has gone... We're here, and um, I have a feeling <laughs> we we can keep going. I know, right? let, Yeah. Sister, please let people know more about the Meditation Museum and also American Meditating. I think those are oh, wonderful. Oh, I love that. Well, I would love for everyone to begin to tune in to our radio show called um, American Meditating. It's on Blog Talk Radio. And if you're in your car and you have AHA or... Tune in or Spreaker, Stitcher. You can definitely hear the show daily or regularly. But more than that, we have a free app called Pause for Peace, which you can download on your smartphone. And that keeps you updated on a lot of the activities that are taking place. Now, because we're international, the Brahma Kumaris has 8,000 branches in 120 countries. So I'd be more prone to offer the website brahmakumaris.org. B R yeah, B-R-A-H-M-A-K-U-M-A-R-I-S dot org. But now if you're ever in the nation's capital, I've got to see you at the Meditation <laughs> Museum, which is in downtown Silver Spring. And I would want to see you there because until you walk into the Meditation Museum, it's hard for you to realize that spirituality and meditation can happen in the concrete jungle, and it's happening through the thoughts and intentions of people. And so it it can happen, it, and it is happening. So I'm really inviting everyone, come on the, 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 the train. And most of the people on the call, I know you're moving peace forward. I know you're doing the best that you can with your life. Turn to the one and see if it gets a little bit more amplified that you begin to find the courage to reduce the algae and increase the original worth of the soul. Thank you so much having me on every year, Philip, and definitely, you know, you've got my full support, and thank you for supporting the Brahma Kumaris and our sweet Daddy Janky at 98. You know, she's Mm. really moving into her stage of perfection, so lots of good wishes to her, and I'm inviting also everyone on the call, if they've gotten a chance to see her video, to really send a lot of loving light to this beautiful wisdom keeper on our planet. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Mm. Sister, oh, thank you. <laughs> and it's just wonderful being in your presence. And Dottie Junkies, I've had the 
blessing of being in her presence also and, and so yeah. many many blessings and gratitude for her and and, and, and thank you again for reminding us all about algae anger lust <laughs> grief anger and ego and um, more importantly connecting with her essence and so my dear friend um, again thank you for who you are your being and just reminding us all to tap into the one source. And so for everyone who's been listening, uh, uh, this wonderful, delightful session with Sister Jenna, thank you all for being with us. And whether it's morning, evening, afternoon, or night, we look forward to you being with us again. And again, engage us on facebook.com forward slash shift network. All right, much peace to everyone. Have a wonderful, peaceful rest of your Morning, evening, or night. Okay. Bye-bye.